In the podcast system, sexually awkward situations are considered absolutely hilarious. In the state of Texas, the dedicated Gs who regurgitate these gag-worthy stories are members of an elite squad known as the Kiss Me Fat Boy Unit. These are their stories. Bloop, bloop! <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Just to sit there and do something, hold on, hold on. Can you do something for me? Right, right, do something for me. We're going to get taken down. Season two, episode one. Because hey, you know <laughs> of copyright issues. <laughs> they can't prove it. No, I'm sure. um, well, welcome back to Kiss Me Fat Boy podcast. I am Giovanni. That is Ray. How you doing, Ray? Season two, episode one. Woo, woo, woo. Here we go. I don't know. I feel like it, it's been it's been forever. It's been two months. I looked at the last recording that we did. It was literally two months ago. Right. Yeah, it's been it's been quite a while. All right, so I'm going to give the disclaimer. You as a listener are deciding if this is a conversation or a confrontation regarding the topics we address. Also, that fucking intro was fucking fire. Like, we literally, well, he literally wrote the whole thing right off the top of his dome. We, um, after doing like two or three takes, and I was like, hey, we should do something like the intro for, um, what is it? Uh, Law and Order. No, not Law and Order. Oh, I, oh no, Texas I said uh, Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the one with Jessica Biel, right? Well, no, that was the remake. But yeah, but the remake. Also, their little fucking intro was long as hell, and it depicted a story of five white people getting killed. So, you know, if I, only. I, no, I'm kidding. No, oh my god. Oh my god. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. It's funny because no. it's usually the other way around, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh no, I'm, I'm canceled. For... I'm canceled. I'm canceled. Oh my well, god. No. <laughs> And it was just easier to kind of play with the whole SVU intro just because, I mean, to be honest with you, it's not even just an SVU, it's a Law & Order thing. Like, they do it differently because there's different, like, there's uh, just Law & Order, there's SVU, and then there's the criminal, whatever the hell it is. Um, so they have a different intro for different, and I've always loved it. And plus, I mean, who the fuck doesn't know Law & Order, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, so, wow, two months, damn, I can't believe it's been two months and. You know, a lot and a little has happened. I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but it's the truth. That's what's kind of crazy about it, right? Yeah. Now. So much. Well, I guess we can kind of start with you. Where the fuck did your IG go, Gio? What's going on? What's happening? Like, what the fuck? Uh, all right. So let me go ahead and give you a little synopsis. All right? A little synopsis. Um, talk about how you ooh, try to blame me. I'm we just kidding. Should, we... <laughs> <laughs> no, he thought we... I did it. <laughs> No, because uh, you know what we should we should trademark that synopsis. <laughs> Wait, um, what? Oh, because it's sis. Yeah, because you know sis. Like literally, it's sis at the end. But whatever. Oh. Um, let the children have it. I don't care. Um, no. Okay. So okay. All right. Too much. Let's go ahead and go back. Um. Well, you know, hey, you live, you live, you learn, and then you die, right? Um. But at the end of the day, you know. I think in the past two months, I've had like a lot of learning lessons. And I think that growth for me has shown from the 20s geo to like now the 30s geo. Um, mm-hmm. So just a little, you know, a little tidbit. Um, Zach and myself, we're talking for, to somebody who happened to live in Chicago. Things just did not work out there. Um, what happened was, was an individual who actually came to visit us um, just on a friend's sexual kind of basis uh, two weeks prior to his actual visit from Chicago. Um, and it was a whirlwind of emotions. Like I caught feelings for this guy out of nowhere. Um, and you know, he didn't live here. Um, we were trying to to do the long distance dating thing and stuff. Um, and you know, in, in a nutshell, we ended up basically kind of cutting ties with Chicago. Um, we just kind of realized at the end of the day that, you know, I think there are moments in life where you may have a moment of passion, kind of like a one night love affair, you know? 
Mm -hmm. um and those situations are really great because it kind of just is 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 beautiful to know that you can have that with multiple people you know um i mean obviously not everybody is built like me but you know to some who are you know y'all can relate on that so when the other guy came in you know from kansas city um it was i was taken back i didn't plan for any of this to happen you know and the, the the good and the bad about it was you know one i was able to learn about myself emotionally and i you know, basically put my heart on the line. It didn't work out, you know, um, and hey, you know, you live, you learn, like I said, and you die. So for me, it was just like, uh, we we attempted it. No one can sit there and say that we didn't try it. Um, and we were very open and honest and communicative, communicative um, with all parties involved. So, <clears throat> you know, uh, with that one. And then of course, fast forward to like, we were on the train to go to Chicago and you and I had just had like a little disagreement the day before and stuff. And yeah. lo and behold, it was actually about the podcast and about a topic. Because, um, you know, when we left, you know, last time, it wasn't under the greatest of circumstances, you know. So, like, I think that we definitely, definitely should let be known um, that this time around, at least for this season, we're going to play with every other idea except for ourselves we're just gonna talk about our interests our oh, life, get that shit our yeah get <laughs> our interests our situation not our situation like not us you know friend base wise just the, the the things that are individuals you know what i'm saying like our yeah, own yeah. individual things that we're going through um because last time it turned into term to turmoil and you know that shit was one of the reasons why we contemplated not coming back to be honest with you but you yeah, know really, hey, it was draining yeah mm -hmm. that's why we had two months off um to basically have like a recharge and you know also just to let time build and actually talk about stuff that wasn't just you know i don't know like useless shit you know so now but not even months. that it was more towards the end the last leg of it it was like really hyper focused on our friendship and the flaws in it and we just had a lot of people coming in and just giving their input, which is okay, right? Because that's the whole point of a podcast. Mm -hmm. Just like we have a voice, you know, our listeners are going to have a voice too. They're going to have input. So I'm not trying to sit here and say anything that you guys weren't, it, it was unsolicited or it wasn't warranted. Definitely so. I, I, I understand, you know, but it just got to a point where me and Gio really needed to take a step back and really focused on the fundamentals, the mechanics of our friendship. And that's what we did. We're still working through it because... We're, you know, we've had our little fights here and there. And, you know, it, it it's just like any relationship, whether yeah. it's intimate, friendship, you know, family, it's it's a work in progress. But we're managing and we're getting through it and we're going to push through it. We've been friends this long. Um, I think it's just a matter of figuring out, like, where we go from a physical aspect. And uh, by physical, I mean, like, seeing each other more because there's so much that's happened in these last two months. Like, I can't even... Yeah, it just don't. There's no ending. There's no beginning, and it's still happening. Um. So yeah, I'll let you finish. So yeah, your IG. Sorry. Oh yeah. So I mean, but kind of like to just to end that cap part of it was just the fact that like we really started taking the input from individuals who have absolutely no um, idea or even like relatable source material when it comes to like Ray and I's friendship because again, our friendship is very vice versa from compared to other people. So. You know, we're just going to continue to do what works for us without the input of other individuals. So, you know, hey, if y'all um, can ride with us on that, then great. If you can't, then guess what? Get the fuck off the bus. Um, but, you know, but, but and the good thing about that is, um, you know, we've grown from it. We, we have now realized that communication, for the most part, is just what keeps us 
you know, alive and <laughs> even sometimes just preoccupied. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so, you know, we were going, we went to Chicago for, uh, for Halloween and all that stuff. And literally when I'm on the train, like today's, no, today's Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday would be exactly three motherfucking weeks since, Eek. uh, yeah, since basically they took my Instagram down, which they had absolutely, like, they didn't give me any reason. I don't know. It could have been from the video that I had done, I don't know, almost a, a couple weeks prior when I used um, uh, Mega The Stallion featuring uh, Rico, Scary, when I used a little video. But I don't know. It wasn't flagged at that point. But also Meta just got through laying off, like, what, 11,000 people the other day. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> hopefully I get my shit back. If I don't, I'm not pressed because I think that, for me personally in the past, I've given too much of my own energy to these applications that think that they're going to sit there and hinder me from, I don't know, talking, being seen and all that other shit. So instead of just creating another account, I've just been laying low and just, you know, focusing on pushing on my own content, which by the way, if y'all want to watch, it's uh, onlyfans.com forward slash buffet beer can. Thank you all. Um, plug, plug, plug. Hey, got to be your own source of plug, right? Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, went to Chicago, did the whole fun, you know, uh, Halloween thing with Brent and Garrett and stuff. We dressed up, you know, all the costume was really dope as fuck. We dressed up as Lock, Shock, and Barrel from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas um, and Garrett. Who, well, you know, I never knew their names. Yeah, Lock, like, Shock, I feel like Garrett. I did, but I didn't. I think I only know that remember their names when I'm actually watching the movie. Yeah, so Lock was the devil redhead boy. Shock was the the girl witch. And then Beryl was the deceased little smiling happy boy, which was the character I basically dressed Same. up as. Um, and then, of course, Garrett dressed up as Santa, who they're the ones who kidnapped Santa for Jack uh, in the movie. So it was a lot of fun. You know, it was very much like one of those things where people knew exactly who we were. We didn't have to worry about anybody wearing our costumes, yada, yada, yada. Um, I will tell you this, though. Like, Chicago is one of those places where when you're out there... You definitely, definitely do appreciate your small cities um, or, like, the, yeah. the the nightlife because, like, I kid you not. Oh, and this is one of the topics we're going to talk about later on, which is, like, gatekeeping friendship. Um, or is it friendship gatekeeping? Whichever one. Um, but, anywho, before we get into that or anything like that, you know, like I said, it was fun. You know, for the most part, for the past couple of months, I've just been kind of keeping myself occupied. You know, of course, almost two months of that was, you know, preoccupied with the individual from Kansas City who just didn't, you know, unfortunately pan out. Um, but, you know, other than that, just working and going to the gym and just kind of taking advantage of my PTO time because a bitch going to get paid regardless and I got to use the time anyway. So, but I, <laughs> I definitely got to ask this question, Ray, because you know I got to. Um, so... <laughs> I really want to make fun of him, but I'm not I know him. we're we have to we have to be careful, right? Because we don't want to give this person too much clout. Yeah, and if, yeah, because they know, really want it. They really want it. Yeah, no. If anything, we'll give him a bottle of Drano sip. Um, <laughs> but uh, but you know what though? Um, whatever ha happened to that mystery guy named uh, what's his name? Montreal. You know, you know what? We cannot listen. <laughs> I'm not re-recording this, so I'm just gonna go ahead and let that slide. That is not his name, but Gio just doesn't know how to get his name right. Um, but you guys kind of got a snippet of the veils kind of dropped even more. Well, so Mystery Bay, right? AKA we would call him Prison Bay. <laughs> That's when everyone else around my circle calls him. You didn't, you just called you always said his name wrong. Um, so I'm not gonna talk about all the things that are wrong with him, right? Because I'm still in therapy, guys, and um, I'm going to talk about the things that I could have changed about myself in that situation or that I should have recognized. So there, <laughs> for me, I should have recognized 
that just I I had to learn to like believe in actions and not words. You can hear I hear you, but I don't believe you, right? So that's ultimately what it came down to. Um, no disrespect, even though I've been on my um I've been on one, you know, on my IG. You don't have IG right now. Not not a, as of lately, but I did throw a few little slugs here and there. Um, and it is what it is. I'm not going to really address it because I am. I'm not a tell me something, bitch. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't go around and really like to my friends is different because this is my inner circle. But to publicly go out and drag somebody, um, I'm not going to do that as much as I would like to because I have receipts. I have facts. I have all these things that I could sit here and fucking, you know, um, back myself up on. Um, but I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to be the bigger person, even though I've been the, a bigger person my whole life. <laughs> I'm tired of being the big person, but it's cool. I'm going to keep taking the higher road, right? Well, you know, um, it's not even necessarily about, like, you know, discussing the instance um, in full detail to basically kind of, like, you know, spill tea or, you know, give up the goods in a sense of what was happening behind closed doors. Instead, maybe it might be beneficial to do, like, a how-to-avoid kind of situation, you know what I'm saying? Like a DUI, yeah. like I was supposed to say DUI, I'm going to say DIY. Oh, do oh, it <laughs> Which one does a do-it-yourself? Oh, yeah, DIY, 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 I'm going to say DUI. A DIY, yeah. like a do-it-yourself, you know, like to look out for these signs, people. Well, no, I just think that we more often times than not, I think I said that right, mm -hmm. I uh, feel like we listen, we fall in love with words rather than actions. Again, you know, I'm going to say this again, you know, Hear what they have to say. Don't believe what they have to say. Um, no, you really have to because we, we the older we get, the more emotional we get. Um, and I think that we get more attached to what people say rather than what they do. And I had to remember who the fuck I was because I was ten. I, I was I was noticing how I was really starting just to fall for bullshit. And that that's really what I can ultimately give everyone is just is just listen listen to listen but only believe what they do because it's just it's easier that way it's 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 better to f listen to to work with facts yeah. it's you need to really just move think um and create with facts so that's the best do it yourself i can give you because i really don't want to get into too much detail because I don't want to give that per cl person clout. But I will say this. I I'm just going to go ahead and just kind of wrap this part up. Mm -hmm. he, he, It wasn't... It, it was. Um, I need to be careful with what I'm saying um, because I don't want him to find another reason to contact me, to keep contacting me um, and saying what he needs to say because he feels like I'm kind of um, constantly talking about him. Now... My podcast is based off of what's happening in my life. So at one point, this was happening in my life. It still kind of is, but I really don't give a fuck. Um, truly, honestly, don't give a fuck. Um, he seems to think otherwise, and that's okay. Um, God, I'm giving you clout. I don't care. Um, he, he did turn a little bit stalkerish on me. Um, there was an inc incident that happened that really we came to a blow. Um, a lot of my friends bear witness to it. And then after we were done, um, they kind of told me like, no, Ray, like, that's it. Like, you can't, he's not even worth it, bro. Like, what the fuck? Like, okay, just going to go ahead and just, just do it. There was a point where he said, 
yo, like, I'm talking to two of your fucking friends in Texas. You need to keep your you, you don't even know who the fuck your friends are. Like, I'm fucking around with them. And I remember turning to my cousin, and I was like, after that, shortly after that, he's like, yo, straight up, my cousin told me. He's like, be fucking for real. Who the fuck would touch that man? At, let alone have a fucking conversation with that dude. Like, you the only dumbass. You know, he didn't say that directly, but you're the only one giving that motherfucker any type of fucking attention. <laughs> like, yeah. be fucking for real. Like, <laughs> like... Like, we love ourselves. Like, it's just what it is. Like, my friends are fucking raw and real, bro. Like, we give each other the fucking real. My cousin was straight up. He's like, straight the fuck up. Just like that. Like, but it's not even, but it's not even just that. Like, and also, we don't want to sit there and and tell you that somehow relationships are supposed to be based off of looks or whatever. But it's really about feeling because, like, I remember I brought up the story with you in regards to uh, Frida, you know, Frida Cadwell. I think, how do you say her last name? Frida Caldo. Uh, Caldo, there you go. Uh, you know, like Caldo. Remember, I can't get Caldo. <laughs> Frida Caldo. We both said it. You said Caldo. You know what? <laughs> uh, oh my God! Scratches from the record. <laughs> like He's hungry. hungry. <laughs> you um, definitely gonna find no Caldo in fucking Memphis. <laughs> no, but you know, like her significant other was a national playboy for the most part. You know, I remember watching yeah. the movie with Selma Hayek. <laughs> That's the only reason why I know. Um, and you know, like the guy would pull these bad bitches, and he wasn't necessarily the greatest looking guy. It's just how he made them feel. Um, and that's where I think a lot of people need maybe to kind of like backtrack and, and just look at the person, not only for how they look, but how do they make you feel? Do they make you feel just as good as they look? Because if they make you feel shitty and they look shitty, it's an even match. If they look yeah. good and treat you good, it's an even match. So you kind of just have to look at it like as especially like you said, you know, as we we're getting older, I am starting to understand now the importance to um to the level of comfort that someone makes me feel. You see what I'm saying? Because at yeah. the end of the day, like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm now I'm 32. I, I don't I don't feel that I need to be putting on a show for anybody anymore. Like what you see is what you get, you know. Like, I make really good money. I bust my ass, you know, but I'm also not with the whole, you know, uh, following the crowd and, and doing what they do. It's just not who I am anymore. I'm not, you know, trying to yuck anyone's yum or shit on their fun. Um, but that's just, I, I don't feel the need to do all that anymore because, like, that is a lot of time and a lot of effort. And it's both mentally, physically, and emotionally draining. And I'd rather sit there and focus on something that's going to give me a better return than in my, in my investment than something that's just going to bleed me dry. You know, and that's also how you have to look about like when it comes to men, especially when you're dating somebody like when you're investing in them, what are you getting back? Is your investment doubling, tripling, quadrupling or is it always in the negative? Like or is it even yeah. is, it, is it almost like, you know, breaking even if not going into the negative? You see what I'm saying? So, you know, again, like, I, you know, we've had conversations about homeboy and stuff like that. I'm not a big fan of him. Uh, to be honest with you, I kind of hope he drops dead, but that's just me. Um, oh my god, what the fuck? What? I'm <laughs> Thank God you don't have a fucking IG, bro. Anyways, uh, no, no, no. I I totally no, know what, no, you no. Mean. what I'm saying is like, and, and again, that's just me saying it to be you know catty and you know whatever. But I really do hope that he also gets the help that he needs because he also is. He sounds like a very venomous person who is either jaded from his ex his past experiences and just wants to keep on going to give the jadedness. Uh, which is not a healthy thing because trust me, I've been there before where when people didn't reciprocate the way that I wanted to, it was like, oh, fuck you. I'm going to sit there and show you that somehow you're missing. Um, first of all, why? Put more energy into people who actually want to be around you. But if you're also yeah. going out there to be a piece of shit, 
then expecting people not to want to be around you because it's like you're not being genuine. You're being like fucking Jack the Ripper of their emotions and stuff. And, you know, you're gutting them in alleys and expecting them to somehow, what, think that they should be staying around just because you're you? No, boo, that's not how this works. Like, whatever anger issues you got going on with you, you got to fix that shit because if not, you're going to keep going around finding people to hurt just because you also want, you know, to have company. What do they say? Misery loves company. Yeah, and you know, I want to make something very clear. This man never touched me, like sexually. Like this mm. man never even was Met allowed you. to. Like I just don't even want to. So I don't want people thinking, "Oh, he played with Ray. He did this." No, I was. I had full control over every fucking thing. Like I'm. I know it may not seem like it, but I'm very calculated, just like they were. Um, what I would like to believe that they were calculated because of the way that they moved. But I, I am very calculated in how I give people my time, my energy, my money, everything. There was a certain instance. I'm not going to talk about it because it's it's just not good. But anyways, I, all I'm saying is that like I do fall. I fall for people for how they make me feel, not how they look for the most part. Looks do matter. I won't say either. Attraction matters like it does. But, you know, that story's closed. I'm done. I don't want to give it any more attention. I just wanted to address it. So, yeah, it's been addressed. Now, we can talk about New Bay. <laughs> um, <laughs> is, that, is that what we're going to refer to him now? New Bay? No. Well, I oh, mean, no, 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 he's... No. Let, okay, me, let, let me ask the question. Okay. So, so we have, you know, obviously a two-month catch-up. All right. So, now we got to have, like, a little, a little middle part. And then we got to okay. have a current. Like, what's going on now? So. Okay. Because of that incident that took place, the unfortunate place, uh, the he who shall, uh, what is it called? He who shall remain unnamed or whatever they call that bullshit. I think it was a Harry Potter. Who will not be named. Yeah. There you go, yeah, that one. That one. Mm-hmm. Um, did that moment ever discourage you or give you another reason to not even try to fuck with men moving forward? Like, did you basically almost think about saying, fuck this, done, boop? Okay, so yes and no, more so no. So what was happening is like I was already trying to end that and and, and trying to cut him off. This is what really started the whole fucking disaster, like the fiasco, was because I ultimately told him, hey, so guys, I'm just also going to announce it too. He's also going to be on the podcast. He's going to be for next month. Um, I was going to say what? Yeah, so he's I'm going to be interviewing him. You know, he is bringing the perspective of a gay in the army. So he is a, a vet. He was in the army. Um, not to take away from our our first speaker, which is next week. Uh, for we're shooting for the twenty eighth. I did say the twenty eighth, but we're shooting for it. We don't know just yet because our schedules are kind of conflicted and we're kind of busy. So it um, right now tentatively it's going to be the twenty eighth of November. That's going to be CJ. He's going to be our first interviewer for the new season, um, and he's episode two. But anyways, he's going to be um, episode four. Um, so and that's next month. So yeah, he's going to be on the show. So. Um, no, so I was ending things or trying to wrap it up with um, Mystery Bay and telling him, hey, you know, I've met someone. We, I'm really vibing with him and I just can't do this anymore. Not that we weren't doing it anyway. I was just letting him know. I was just kind of like giving him insight and say, hey, like ease up on some shit that you be saying because I'm not trying to like do that. Right. So there was never a hesitation with, um, I guess I'll just go ahead and say his name. Right. Cause I mean, and so Chris, right. Um, there was no hesitation. Like right away, we just vibed and we got close and I don't know, like he made me feel comfortable and I really enjoyed the time that we spent together. Like, you know, he's not from Austin. 
Um, he is in Texas. Um, I'll let him reveal all that because I don't want to give away too much. Um, we'll talk about that on that episode. Um, yeah, so no, he – I wasn't scared. I mean, I do have barriers and I do have my guard up, but it's for other reasons, and it's more so physical than it is emotional. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, no. Not really. All right. All right. So, that leads me to the next following question. Hold on. All right. So the drum roll. <laughs> He's so stupid. Is Ray single, talking, or dating? <laughs> Um, so me and Chris are officially, we go together real bad, real bad, (laughs) (laughs) real bad. (laughs) Yeah, no, I am definitely not single. We are definitely, uh, we're talking, we're together. Um, I don't like the boyfriend word, but that's what it is. Like, I don't know. I have like some reservations around that because it just, we're having so much fun, right? Mm-hmm. I sound like a fuckboy, a toxic boy, where it's like, oh, he don't want to put no label on it. We got a label on it. We dating exclusively. Ain't nobody in my DMs. Ain't nobody in there. Better not be nobody in his DMs. Because I swing. But, you know, <laughs> no, like. But yeah. you know what, though? That, but remember, I, you know, I think that this is also one of those things that, you know, we talked about in the last season and stuff, like heteronormative aspects when it comes to dating. I don't believe that us as the one uh community of people should be following the heteronormative lifestyle because you know all that like waiting three months and then you know not giving yourself up until marriage that's all for the birds you know and guess what it's thanksgiving guess what you know those birds get get done with they get stuffed and ate boop um but you know for me it's just more like you know fuck it if it feels right it feels right like i don't i don't believe that we should be justifying anymore when it comes to why you're labeling why you're not labeling like if it feels right then it feels right you know I do feel really bad for those people who don't, who hinder themselves because of other people's opinion, you know, like, oh, I can't do this because if not, my friends are going to think that I'm too fast. What's well, okay. It's your life. You could die tomorrow. Like at the end of the day, your friends are going to do them, you know? So you should yeah. do you. So, you know, for me, like I told you, you know, Hey, as long as he makes you feel right, you know, and, and you're, and you're able to communicate with him and he's able to communicate with you, then boom. Hey, you know what? You have a recipe for a great, you know, start. Now, whatever you choose to make of that start to the finish line is completely up to y'all. And nobody is owed an explanation. Yeah. Because, you know, like I told you, it means that. I mean, I met that man on December the 3rd, two days after I stopped talking to a guy in Dallas whose name is J-Box, by the way. Um, I don't care because most people won't be able to find I mean, they'll be able to find it because it's his last name, but I don't give a fuck. Uh, fuck him. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> Um, it's fuck like, everybody today right. <laughs> welcome no, back like, guys welcome no, back patty the reason why i said for that one is because that individual for six years was very manipulative um yeah. you know so and that's what i'm saying like you you find like and you know how it's easy for me to sit there and say right now fuck somebody it's because excuse me it's because it gets so easy after you get dealt away to sit there and and, and almost have a resentment towards people and that's where i'm trying to like push people towards is just like hey if you don't see yourself giving the time and the energy uh, both mentally, physically, and spiritually to somebody, then don't fuck with them. Don't keep them, like, hanging, you know what I'm saying? Like, and don't even putting yourself out there to give the illusion, because if not, you're just baiting people, and you're just wasting their time. Yeah. And we already have enough people who waste our time, you know what I'm saying? So don't keep adding to that shit, you know? It's already hard out there to try to find somebody, you know? And then, like, the constant... Um, need to put yourself out there is it's it's so fucking draining. That's the reason why... 
you know, a lot of these individuals do fear and have a lot of anxiety when it comes to this shit because you're built for disaster. It's just like, oh, fine, you know, it's only a matter of time before blah, blah, blah. And that's not a very healthy way to think, but we have to prepare ourselves mentally for the, what we think is the inevitable, you know? And that's, and that's very much not helping with a coping mechanism by any means. But anyways, um, you know, like I told you, you know, Zach, I, I fell in love with that man 24 hours, you know, like within talking to him. And I knew it. And I told him the next day, hey, I just might sound super crazy. But that was me. You know what I'm saying? And while people be like, oh, my God, that's so crazy. Or, oh, my God, that's so beautiful. Whatever. The, I don't care. Because when I said what I said to him, it felt right to me. And that's at the end of the day who you have to feel okay and content with is you. So, yeah, no, I definitely think that this time around it's different. And especially because I'm in therapy where it's usually the norm for me is like, well, I also want to clear this up. So I'm not a, I'm a gay man who's not been shaped by heteronormities. I am a, I'm a gay man who wants heteronormities. So there's a big difference, right? I think that I originally thought that I was shaped by those. I did have those growing up. I, my icons were, were heteros and stuff like that, but I now have a choice. I've had a choice for a really long time. So I am a gay man who chooses heteronormities. I, so I just wanted to make that very, very clear because this is who I am. This is not something I can turn off and turn on. I ultimately want a traditional old school relationship where it's just me and him. We're not going to be fucking 55. Well, I'm not going to be 55. He's going to be 50, whatever age he's, he is at that because he is a little bit younger than me. Um, and we're going to invite a pup in or we're going to have a toy. I'm not doing that shit. That's not happening over here. We, I guess we're not going to be having sex. So that's not happening over here because I think that we, as a, just as a, as a society, not even separating us from orientation, se sexual orientation or gender, right? I think that we tend to have these um, really shallow bonds where, listen, if you're going to be with somebody or marry someone because of sex, because of money, because of all those superficial surface shit, do not, you shouldn't get into it. You shouldn't mm -hmm. because you are going, there are valleys and there are fucking peaks, bro. I'm telling you right now, like, do not walk into something that you want to take serious and base it off of sex, money, materialistic, any of those things. That's all fucking superficial. You or, have to go where the heart is, mm -hmm. what the heart wants, what you're willing to choose every fucking day, every well, fucking day. Because eventually mm -hmm. love, marriage, all that stuff becomes a choice. Cause you fall and I don't give a, listen, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I never been married, but I've been in enough relationships, long-term relationships. I'm talking between four years to eight years to know that you got to choose your person every fucking day because you're going to fall mm. in and out of love because they're going to work your last fucking nerve, bro. It's just what yeah. it is. It's just well, what it is. Yeah. And then I want to add like one little part to, to raise. Cause again, it was all great. Um, you know, I don't know if you've noticed this maybe this year because you've gone out a little bit more and you've hung out with people and stuff. Um, you know, a lot of people will restrict themselves because of FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. So people yeah. will sit there and, and use lines like, um, I want to have fun. Um, I don't want to feel tied down. Um, it's boring. Yeah. Like th those kind of things. But then it's like, when you think about it, like 
are we really having fun because we're having fun? Are we so to the point where we're conditioned to believe that this is in fact fun when it's not? No, but that's why for some people, most people, I'm not going to say all, but most people, you need to have your whole face because that shit going to catch up when you're married. Straight mm -hmm. up. I saw a meme the other day that said yeah. that. Have your whole face because that shit will catch up when you're fucking married. But then also we live in such an open, fluid world where you can still do those things. It just depends on the partner you get. So you need to know who you are and the partner you're with. I also want to sit there and add another layer to that. Like just because it's not just one avenue here. Because I, again, it, it sounds like I'm just like, you know, trying to push this heteronormative on other people. Mm -hmm. I'm not though. What I'm saying is that you need to know who the fuck you are and you also need to know what the fuck your partner wants. So if you I'll, both want to be those people, yeah. you can fucking be those people. Because you and Zach, per perfect yeah. example. Like, y'all like to play together individually. Y'all want a third. You know, one may like the other more than the other. Then the other one gets to uh, learn to like that other person. You know, you're you're still learning that. Yeah. And, you know, another thing I would like to take the time out to, like anybody who's listening to this podcast, I wanted to make this announcement. I am wanting to recruit different – I want to highlight – different walks in this queer community and i would really like to find i think i found him i haven't reached out to him he recently added me um someone who is in a polyamorous relationship and i mean a fully functioning maybe between two to three years together to where we can for geo's you know educational purpose you know where he can kind of gain knowledge and i can kind of understand as his friend what it's going to look like because me and geo whether we want to believe it or not we're a big part of like the relationships that we have, whether intimate, other friendships, family, we give each other's input. We are sometimes too fucking honest with each other, but it's because we're literally like twins. We're like Siamese twins. So, well, we, and it's also the fact that, like, regardless of what relationship we end up in, we're always going to be each other's longest relationship. You see what I'm saying? Even period. if it's a friendship. So, like, yeah. we may not have the physical in the, but we still have like the emotional and the mental. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, that's also a big part of, you know, what I kind of wanted to add is in any relationship, whether monogamous, whether, you know, polyamorous, whatever, you have to have a level of compromise. There has to be room to be able to bargain what you're wanting and what you're not wanting. And that's where compromise has to come in. So for me, when I was talking about people who have like this FOMO, this fear of missing out when they're out and about with their friends and some of the reasons why they don't give themselves the opportunity to date or, or to be, you know, um, to be asked out and stuff is because immediately to think about, oh my God, if I do that, then, you know, I won't be able to sleep with so-and-so or I won't be able to go to so-and-so. Like, no, you can still do that. This is where the line of communication has to happen. Because like for me, you know, with, with, uh, in the beginning with, you know, with Kansas city and stuff, all I asked for in the beginning was just a level of communication, a little level of, oh, you know, like just not that the individual owed me anything by any means. It's just that I wanted to build that same level of trust and understanding and wanted to kind of like, you know, applaud them going out there if for some reason they went out there and, and, and slept with somebody else. No different from Zach, you know? I just wanted to feel that level of trust being built. Now, that's completely different for everybody. You know, some people don't like to know. Some people want to know. Some people just don't give a fuck at all. And that's cool. Like, hey, more power to each and every one of those groups. But for me and my experience, I, I realized that regardless if it's a four-year marriage, four-year dating, um, or just four-year being single or whatever, you have to be able to compromise. And if you can't compromise, then you're not going to be a good partner. You might not even be a good sexual partner because at the end of the day, it's like you're always going to be worrying about only what you want. And if you don't get what you want, then you're often, you know, searching for someone else. And it's going to be a very lonely journey, you know? 
Yeah, I definitely because, agree with that. Yeah. yeah, because too many people out there stay <clears throat> worrying about what, how can they get their next, you know, back scratched or, or their next nut. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, metaphorically speaking, of course. But, you know, and, and that's also like what I, I think I kind of like about what you said earlier, Ray, about you're not, you weren't, um, you weren't conditioned for a hetero lifestyle. You look to some of the traits that they have and you want that in your relationship. Yes. Exactly. You know, and that's and that's awesome because you're choosing to want to have like a template to follow, you know, because some people like templates. Some people want it very strict and easy, and it just also feels right for them. But anywho, um, all right. So let's get on this topic. All right. Cause remember we talked about this shit a couple weeks ago. Um, and I talked to you because I told you when we went to Chicago what I noticed. Um, and I kind of want maybe your input. Um, so we were out in Chicago, like I said, for Halloween and, you know, we're thinking about moving there. We're kind of putting Chicago a little bit on the back burner just because we, we don't want to spend half a fucking million dollars on a house only to have the same type of issues here. And also from, uh, you know, Dallas, Texas, where I lived for 30 years. Uh, and it brought a very interesting question not a question but more like a a visual so to speak so when i go out you know i'm always the type of person regardless if you truly believe it or don't i engage with anybody who's willing to have a conversation the difference between me and those conversations though is i don't like small talk i don't like when i'm the only individual who's engaging in the conversation like, i.e., like, you know, if Ray and I were strangers to each other and I was in Austin and I was like, oh, hey, you know, hey, my name is Giovanni. Oh, hey, my name is Ray. Oh, okay, you know, how's your Saturday going? Oh, it's going okay. Oh, uh, do anything fun this week? No, not at all. Uh, okay. Um, oh, shit. I see you, you're wearing such and such. Uh, I have that too. How are you liking it? It's all right. You see how that could be, like, very perceived to, like, not be appealing kind of conversation. So I get it, right? So like then, of course, in the situation, Ray would go off, you know, and, and find his friends, you know, because in this in this situation, maybe Ray was in line to get a drink or whatever. I was in line to get a drink, whatever. So, you know, I've been in instances, now let's move past that little example, where I've been in instances where I've had kind of conversations that are very fucking dull in the beginning. And, you know, we happen to kind of link up a little bit later on because they're part of their friend group, um, that somebody that I know, right? And there are very few and far opportunities where I have been introduced to people in their friend group. I'm always the one usually having to like insert myself to be like, oh, hi, my name is Giovanni. Oh, you know, I'll make like a little joke, you know, because Zach's also a bad, uh, well, he's a prime example of a bad habit where sometimes like Ray, it was a Ray, uh, Zach will think that I know this person automatically and I'll be like, you know, as like an icebreaker, like a little joke, a little, little tiny jab. I'm like, oh, he's rude. My name is Giovanni. And then they'll start, we'll all start laughing or whatever. And, you know, that's, you know, breaks into ice. Oh, hey, so, you know, how long you've been together? And that's where the conversation starts to flow naturally. Um, but what I noticed in Chicago when I was sitting uh, out in the back patio of SoFo um, was that there were like fucking several different groups that were very territorial of each separate group. And regardless of who we knew in that group, nobody wanted to sit there and kind of like open up the circle for us. And it wasn't just me and Zach. It was also me, Zach, Garrett, and Brent, and just some other people, you know, like unless you forced yourself, which I'm not doing all that. Yeah. Um, 
we start to talk, like I, t- I told you about that. I was like, oh my God, I said, you know, this is so crazy. Is if I bet you if I had a megaphone right there in that moment and I said, none of y'all are inclusive, I bet you every single one of those people from those groups would be like, no, we're, yeah, we are. We welcome anybody and everybody, blah, blah, blah. Prove it. So, you know, this is where it kind of goes to say, to state that a lot of us, for whatever unknown reason, probably a lot of them are very just territorial. And especially since we grew up in a very, not so gay friendly environment, we kind of want to protect our groups to make sure we don't lose them because, you know, insecurity also does do play, uh, does play a fair uh, amount in, in friend groups, you know, especially, you know, not to sound narcissistic, but especially if you're a very attractive or a very, you know, group of attractive men where you kind of think that your friend group somehow will lose focus on you and now be paying them attention or whatever the case may be. So I told you, Ray, Ray, what do you think about it? Well, I mean, there's a lot of truth to what you said. We tend to gatekeep our friendships because I think in this community, there are few and far in between to where you find honest, genuine connections. Um, I was actually lucky enough to have my cousin, which let me just clear this up. He, I call him my cousin because we've been friends for so long. So he's pretty much family who introduced me to his world, which now, you know, a few of his friends are like, one of my really good friends. I mean, dare I even say one of them is like one of my best friend. Um, I won't reveal who that is, but um, you know who you are. But um, yeah, like we just, I don't know, like it just happened. So I'm also very protective of them too now, especially recently when we, when we were out and I was kind of watching one of them where I didn't realize that I had my fucking like den mother hat on and I was making sure everybody was good because and, and it's just not with them. It's in general. Like, I always make sure my friends are good. I like to make sure, you know, everything's good. Um, so from that aspect, I kind of, I don't gatekeep. I'm protective of them. I would never be like, oh, there's no one else that's welcome into this group. Because really what solidified our our friendship was Mexico, um, where we were just all lucky enough to all be together. And we just gelled so fucking well. Like, Imagine going on a trip and there was no um, internal issues. There was external issues, but there was never any internal issues. Um, well, I mean, I got my wallet fucking stolen, but that, that wasn't. Yeah. So but never like where we're fighting, we're catty, I'm tired or drained. No, we all gelled so fucking well. So it really solidified that friendship. Um, so I think that's probably what you're feeling more than anything. But I also do think and I don't think that this is just for the queer community, I think it's just for friendships in general. People don't like introduce other people to other people to be like, hey, I think you guys would be really good friends. Like what happened to the days where I, I'm i a different friend. I'm, I really fucking am because I'm so hyper aware of emotions, actions, character, body language. Um, and it's part of my anxiety and who I am, how my mechanics works, where <clears throat> I would totally introduce somebody. To be like, hey, I think you guys would get along. Or I think, you know, I want to bring this person into our circle or something. I would totally do something like that because I think that they gel well with us. I, th- I would think. I'm even a matchmaker at times. I've always been the best at it. But I do try and make connections for other people because it's tough. Like in a world of like social media driven where you can just meet people at the drop of a hat. You can lose your relationship and being in another one next week. Like... That's so fucking real. So I feel like a lot of people, not a lot, but 
I've told one person in particular, she's a female. I was like, I think the person that you're going to end up with is probably through friends. And people don't say that a lot. Like they don't try and I'm not saying look out for each other, but I'm saying look out for each other in that sense. Like you could be at like a wedding and you see a really good looking guy and you may find him attractive, right? But you're also like, I'm in a relationship and he's really cute and I vibe with him. My friend also vibes with me. So, hey, you know what? Maybe they have something in common. Let me try and make that connection. Like people don't do that anymore. Like I feel like we gatekeep in a lot of ways where it's like we're not really looking out for our friends. It's not our duty, right? But if you see something worth, you know, if you see a connection worthy of having a, another connection, why not? Like, no one has a wingman anymore. No one has, you know, your buffer. <laughs> Nobody has that support anymore because we're all just kind of, you know, to be fair, like a lot of us also don't have that. So we can't really also, if we don't even have that, what makes us think that we're going to be looking out for other people? But I do look out for my friends, whether I have it or not, whether I want it with that person or not, where I'm just like, hey, like, we may not vibe, but maybe my friend does. I don't know. Like, <clears throat> no, I definitely don't do pass arounds. That I don't do. But um, not that there's wrong with having a body count. I'm just not one to be with somebody who's slept with a... Um, a close friend of mine, an associate, maybe someone I've seen or know by first name, but that's pretty much it because I see them at the clubs. That's totally different because we can't sit there and be hold somebody to that kind of standard because, you know, it is what it is. People get their experience how they want to get their experience and we shouldn't shame them nor judge them nor even like try and say you're not my type because of that. Now, if you fucking one of my inner circle friends before and you trying to come in, that ain't happening. You ain't sliding over here, bro. Nope, 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 nope. So I guess to answer your question, that was really long-winded, <laughs> but um, no, I think that you're not wrong in how you feel. But, Gio, I also think that you may want to refine your people skills. Like, I'm not trying to sit here and counsel you nor trying to give you, like, an um, evaluation, but you may need to also go back to the fundamentals of that because – We've talked about this, Jill, like you're you're a recluse now. You're not who you used to be, you know, five, six years ago. I've always told you, like, we've literally the tables have turned for us. We've lit. It's like Freaky Friday. Like we've switched bodies where I'm super social. I'm connecting with people. I'm reaching out, whether it's for it's well, mostly it's for to recruit somebody for an interview. I mean, that's the motive. But, you know, I like to get to know people before I'm like, hey, I've seen this from I.G., I want to interview you because you look cool. No, like I watch, <clears throat> I watch you very closely and then I'll approach you. And then I want to build a friendship. And then from there, it's going to be like, okay, I feel like I, I have enough information. And I've also built this relationship with this person to interview them and to know them on another scale. So I just, it's not always like, um, mm. it is a motive, but it's, a, you know, everyone has a motive, but I believe it's your intentions that really define who you are. So I really think that maybe you should go back to the basics but I know that people tend to see you as like this sex icon, right? They kind of um, well, no, sexualize no. you a lot. And they think so, that you're this really popular yeah. guy who has all these fucking friends, who knows all these people. You can go into any city and people will just like open well, no, the doors for you and bow that's, down. That's you know? a common misconception. So, yeah. okay, just to add a little tidbit to it. So, Zach and I were talking about this last week. 
And because you know, this isn't just like a first time instance, you know, we've been together for almost four years. So ever since Zach and myself got together, and even before when we were single and stuff, we had to deal with that, you know, because a lot of people, you know, when you're single, you know, you hang out with friends that have very similar interests to you, right? You you want to have those conversations where you're able to engage and, and, you know, add something of value. Nobody wants to be the friend or bring the friend uh, who never has anything to relate to or to, to subject themselves to stories uh, or whatever, you know, kind of like that joking, awkward intro when I said, you know, sexually based awkward situations, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we yeah. look for those moments and stuff because we want to be able to see ourselves to other people and, and know that we're not alone. And hey, you know what? More power to them. But what happens is that I, this is what's kind of aggravating is that when Zach and I are with Brent and we're by ourselves and we're chilling and people come up to us to talk. We invite everybody and anybody was like, oh yeah, this is so-and-so. Oh, so like we are very much those people who introduce everybody. You want to hang out here. We don't give a fuck. Let's sit there and start these conversations, whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. But Zach and I were talking about the following, like, um, not like, not in the way we're like, if you don't have these, uh, interest that I'm done with you kind of situation, but in a way, it's like if you don't have this to offer that I'm looking for, then I have no use for you. So you know, again, I'm not a circuit queen. I don't really like house music, so you can't ever, for the most part, ever catch me at those events. Hey, not knocking people who do, because hey, I like rap music, and I'd rather go, you know, at a place where they're playing old school rap or whatever the case may be, current music somewhere, and maybe out there, you know, not in my head and singing the lyrics or whatever. Um, Let's move on to the next one. I don't do drugs for the most part. So when I'm not, you know, out there popping Molly or, you know, doing GHB or whatever the fuck these kids are out there doing Molly or, you know, um, you know, none of that shit, you know, that's just, that, that doesn't entice me. Um, so let's move on to the next one. I'm not trying to fuck everybody on me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to chase the dick or the ass anymore, you know? So at that point, I'm already kind of like, like a three strikes kind of kind of guy here, you know? So then the fourth one would be like, you know, I don't, care or have interest about drag i love the creativity standpoint behind it but you'll never catch me on a show i don't like revolving my fucking gay culture in in regards to, to to drag like it's just not my thing i like horror movies i like Aaliyah. i like tupac i like drake i like nikki and when Those... he's saying this stuff i just want to clear it up he's not judging nor no, trying no, 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 to no. I'm just saying minimize are... anybody yeah. that does drag does drugs whatever mm. they want to do you know no but these are just general interests that i don't yeah. really I'm not, not, not that often, understand. It's not that, I, it's, these are just interests that aren't my interests. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, again, because of that, it's like my limitation for the most part of what I can bring or where I'm going to go have fun with people is starting to get very, very slim to none, right? So, and then the fifth one would be like, hey, you know what? Like, I'm not just looking for friends who want to meet at a bar. You see what I'm saying? So, like, right then and there, it's like, that's five strikes. You know, and again, I'm telling myself that these are five strikes because it's it's just it's easier for me to evaluate what's kind of like preventing me from from kind of like having the friend group like that I once used to have. Because let me tell you right now, if I went to go parade myself in all five of those categories that I just excuse me talked about, I would be having a lot of shit to do, a lot of conversations, a lot of blowing up on my phone. But I can't fake the funk and none of that stuff interests me. It doesn't mean yeah. that you won't catch me from time to time, maybe entertaining it, but it's not my whole world. 
You see what I'm saying? As I'm getting older, I'm understanding the staying at home and just chilling and relaxing and saving money. Then the, the, the constant urge to go be outside and be seen in a photograph or in a tag or whatever the case may be. Like, I'm not above any of that by any means. It's just now I'm starting to be very selective on where I go and kind of like get seen at. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I also do realize yeah. that regardless if I attend or I don't attend, this party, this moment, this this these group of people are still going to be them and they're going to still be, you know, outside and about. You know, I don't stop or start this, you know. I'm just another beat to the drum, so to speak. That's um, why I think that maybe what you need is more like what I have with my cousin T where he introduced me to these people and then it just worked it just we just gelled we just clicked yeah and now i have someone other than you to talk about movies about yeah like other interest like you know well remember i told you i said you know i think that for me and then of course when when you know the whole situation with kansas city didn't work out um like i was very upfront to not only you but zach i think right now in my life i'm looking for somebody i can befriend somebody i can be in a sexual relationship as well as a potential romantic relationship you see what i'm saying because like for me i think that maybe right now because mind you this has been happening what for like almost two years now right like ever since covid but like mind you even before then like i've been out and about partying doing all this shit since i was 19 you know that's 11 fucking years consistently you know and don't get me wrong i enjoyed and had fun moments and stuff but if i had to go do them again i wouldn't because they're just not they're just not of substance that I'm looking for anymore, you know? So for me, I think that I'm really trying to sit there and see where this poly life leads me, but it doesn't also mean that I'm going to be in dire desperation of sitting there trying to find somebody to fill this void because it's not a void. It's just a curiosity. So that's the reason why I think for me, I think that I need to find people obviously that I don't have a sexual attraction to, to be friend. Um, and just the general interest stay there. But at the same time, I don't also want to sit there and kind of starve myself from trying to find uh, a potential partner uh, to see where that goes. You know what I'm saying? But again, all what I'm saying too doesn't neglect my current partner. Like I'm not sitting there trying to replace him. I'm not trying to minimize his role. I'm not trying to demote him. I'm going to also try to continue to do as much uh, of what I'm currently still doing and will be doing in, in the full um, capacity of the role that I'm already in with him. You see what I'm saying? So, but I'm also trying to sit there and figure out geographically where our next move is going to be because unfortunately here in Memphis, uh, it's just, it's not it. You know what I'm saying? And it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's not for us, you know? And that's the reason why when we went to Chicago, we had fun. Don't get us wrong. We had fun. But I also was one of the conversations that I had with Zach about, I don't want to spend half a milli, half a milli on a house and nobody ever wants to come because it's too far or they don't have enough time to get on the train and then hop off. You know what I'm saying? Like, why spend half a million dollars for people who are never going to be there? And if they are going to be there, they're just looking to fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I well, really just think you Chicago, need to discuss. Yeah. I, I, well, I like I've told Chicago, you before. I was saying, with huh? Chicago, most of the, the, the form of transportation is the train. You know, that's one of the reasons why. Like, I, I told Zach, I can't be in a city that I can't use my car. He was like, well, you can use your car, blah, blah, you just have to park. No, I don't want to feel like there's limitations on my car. Like, I paid that bitch off. I've been, and had a paid off car for the past six years. The fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm no. And that's why, like I told him, he was like, well, where do you want to move? And I'm like, well, you know what's going on? Like, let's just keep searching. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, Chicago's cute and all. But, like, why, again, would I go spend half a million dollars with you on a house that's just going to bring us the same frustration or possibly worse, 
um, and make us even feel more lonelier, you know? You know, that's another one of my worry getting into being in this new relationship or just getting into another relationship where eventually we come together, right? And we share yeah. a home or a household, you know, um, and it starts to get boring again because my last relationship, I'm not saying that's what's happening here, but what I'm saying is that like in my last relationship, we didn't have any individuality. We didn't have nothing for ourselves. We only had each other. And I think that that's a lot to put on one person. You're not putting that on Zach. You're trying to find that in another person. But maybe what you've been looking for this whole time is a tribe and not so much just one individual. I'm not yeah. trying to deter you or say that you cannot have what you are looking for. What I'm saying is that maybe you've been doing this for a really long time where you're trying to find that in another person. Maybe it's time to take a break and try a different avenue where maybe you want to find a group of friends because, Joe, I mean mm – -hmm let's just call a spade a spade here. I feel like your only real true and solid friend here is me. Well, no, you, you know, and you know that. And again, I would never buck and sit there and say, Oh my God, now that's no, but yeah, right. but I just didn't want to like yeah. reveal, like mm -mm. Joe has no friends. It's only me. You know what no, I mean? No. Like, I don't want people to think that like, well, this is I know you have associates, it. you take people that you go out with, yeah. but you really don't have a tribe to lean on. There's a difference between a group of friends and a tribe. I now have a tribe, bro. Yeah. We all lean on each other. Like, but you know what though? But I, I, but again, I had that up until I was thirty. For the most part, once the pandemic happened, like I said, it's kind of just shifted my my mentality. And I'm not saying that it's a good or a bad. For me, it's just right now. I'm almost going on, on year two. It's just having me think about what I am trying to do versus what I want to do, because sometimes those two things aren't necessarily the same. You know, like what I want to do and what I'm doing currently aren't necessarily matching up. It's like action with words, right? It's like, I don't get me wrong, like after obviously moving out of Texas and stuff, like, you know, my previous friend group that I had for, for a good portion of the years that I was there disbanded. You know, everybody grows and people grow in different directions. You know what I'm saying? Like with Mo, Mo just, you know, celebrated getting his citizenship. Congratulations. He's been working there since 2017, so it's five years now. Um, you know, Jeremy, you know, is in the military, uh, now in the military. So, you know, he travels back and forth to Oklahoma. He is now living with his exes in Fort Worth. So he's no longer in Dallas. You know, Mo's looking to move to Chicago, uh, to Chicago, to uh, California. So it's like every one of us now are in different states for the most part, like for work or for just personal reasons. So it's like, I, I understand the growth. And that's one of the things, even with, remember when I had the friend group with Tomas and stuff and Genesis and David and, and TJ, like, we all slowly kind of disbanded. And that's what I've noticed for the most part is that I, unless I can keep that friend somehow within proximity of the friend circle, then I classify and label them as friends. But once I don't talk to you for months, for years, we're no longer friends. We have now reduced our role to acquaintances. Now, I also am not the type of person to just throw out the word friend, um, just all loosey goosey. If I've only met you one time, we're not friends. Um, yeah, but again, that might sound super, super harsh, but that's just how I real. I, I just, I don't take the word friend lightly. You know what I'm saying? I think I've told you, it's like when gays sit there and use the word crazy, like, oh my God, worry, don't worry for uh, watch out for him. He's crazy. Like, I don't like that word because to me, crazy has a different, you know, definition, you know, like yeah. just because you fuck somebody over and they responded in an emotional sense, doesn't make them crazy. <laughs> you know, that makes them. But see, human. that's why I don't think you need friends. I think you need a try. Like I can literally say I have a tribe. Like if something's wrong, there's a few people I can call. 
Like, and you need that, Geo. Like, that sounds crazy. And I'm not even saying financially. Like, if mm. you're in a fucking bind or something well, wrong I just emotionally, some... you need that. I was like, maybe I just, may... oh, you know, I just had a realization. Maybe I just came off so independent that people just think that I don't have problems. You know, and I just had a realization, too, that, like, this whole time that we've been fighting about, like, you seeing me and doing all this stuff. Mm. Like, I just realized that I don't think that you know how to really take those friendships to that next level. Because I didn't realize that you just didn't have it. Because mm -hmm. I'm the only one that you have. Well, like, I didn't I, realize that till now. Like, yeah. I literally had an epiphany. I'm like, oh, shit. But like, this whole time I've been harping on yeah. it. Like, it's he doesn't really know how to because, yeah, because you're right. Maintain like, a most, friendship like that because well, he doesn't really most, have it. Well, if also for the most part, I'm always the ideas to go to. Like, hey, let's do this kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I think that even when I told Zach, it's like, you know, it gets very tiresome of having to be the person to to make the plans. You know, it's like. It you just I don't know like you kind of just fall into a role. That's why I think people fall into ruts. You know what I'm saying? Because they they kind of just limit themselves to a certain role all the time. Um, but anyways, no. But you, but you're right though. Like, and that's also one of the reasons why I think that maybe in a way it's also like a defense mechanism too with me. You know, it's like because we built such a great friendship over the phone that like, you know, it's like when you meet this. I'm not saying that this is what we are, but to a degree, kind of are it's like when you meet your favorite pen pal in person and then you just find out that they're super boring and they don't really like to do shit you know like i kind of worry about like you and i actually like wanting to engage and do shit because you know like i'm comfortable just chilling on the couch and at the house you know what i'm saying but not everybody is like that you see what i'm saying like some people want to go out and do shit and, and explore but sometimes i'm just I'm, Man, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I really do enjoy living in the house and just chilling in the house. You know, like when we go out, we go, we go, and we have that like level of fun. You know, um, what is it called um, portion. You know, and then like when we deplete that portion and it's like you know at a zero, then boom, I'm ready to go home. You know, um, I just don't find value in, in like running the streets or roaming the streets unless I'm. I've also never been a window shopper. I do. I love to fucking be out there up with my friends on vacation, having fun. Well, yeah, Listen, I'm I'm more scared though. of that. I'm more scared to lose that than yeah. I am a relationship. I can't believe I'm saying that, but like I'm now that I've poured into these friendships and developed and grown and fostered them and made such strong connections. You know, that's another thing too that I've realized these in the last couple of weeks is um I was watching the uh, trailer for the documentary for uh, Selena Gomez and her mental health journey. Um, where she says that she craves connection. And literally when she said that to me, I literally, it went off like a light bulb, like just like, like that. It was like, that's who I am. That's my purpose is connections. This is why I create, this is why I wanted this podcast is the connections, the strong, intimate, intellectual connections that people have. I don't, I want to make friends, but I want to make connections. I want to be able to get into the mechanics of who people are because I don't know why. It's just who I am. I like to see the way that people tick, what makes them them. And that's what, and you know, just to kind of reframe, you know, how this season's going to go too is like season two is going to go too. <laughs> um, is we're going to release a podcast um, twice a month. Um, one is going to be updates, banter, hot topics, me and Gio. And then the second one is going to be an interview um, of someone. We're going to highlight them in this community, what they bring to this community, why I feel like they're an inspiration and just kind of like work off of what they've, um, who they are um, and their journey. So that's how it's going to go um, this season. And uh, Gio also, because, you know, he's going through uh, certain things in his life, he may attend 
the second episodes where we're doing the interviews, he may not. So you may hear him on some of them. You may not just throwing that out there. He, it's not, um, he doesn't have an obligation towards it. Um, cause keep in mind, you know, he's still going through what he's going through and we want to be respectful of that. Um, well more so me. Um, so yeah, so that's how it's really going to work. But you know, like that was, that's my purpose connections. I want, I have to, I, I like being connected to people. I like knowing that I've imprinted on them in the best way possible. Like, and the fact that I'm, I can be a good person to them or a good mm -hmm. friend or a good mentor or someone they can lean on or call, like, that's great. And I can also do it too. Like, that's why I don't think you need friends. I think you need a tribe. You need to find your tribe. And I don't know that maybe you'll find them individually. Maybe you'll find them with someone else. And you just need to pick you just need to make one smart move with one person, whether it's in Memphis or in Chicago or whatever, wherever it is that you decide to move. I really think that that's, that's what you're missing. That's the missing link here is that you need someone that's like, kind of like T because thank God for T because he is so well connected. He knows a lot of people. He's made all these strong connections. Like his friends are his family. He, I mean, we, we had a little, we had a discussion last night about that too. Um, so you know, like he's he's really built these relationships with these people. And I was fortunate enough for my cousin to help me to kind of facilitate that. You know, I'm so thankful to him because he really brought me into his world. And now I'm a part of that. And mm -hmm. he gave me a tribe. He gave me a brotherhood. Like, those are my fucking that's my tribe, bro. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's I'm not going to get emotional, but like. They're people that I can really fucking lean on and count on. They're not perfect people. Nobody fucking is. But to say that I can really count on those people, I really fucking can. And I can actually say that and mean that 100%. So that's what I feel like you may be needing. Um, I also think that you can kind of work on your people skills because you're not the most approachable no. <laughs> but it's just aesthetically pleasing right you're this big burly yeah. man hairy man with well, all these no. muscles and tattoos and people are like oh my god i don't want to walk up on that motherfucker like i don't know if we go swing <laughs> but th th you, that's a common misconception too like you're not like that like i just think it's all about like confidence like you also need someone who i'm not gonna lie is to you. just I'm gonna as confident one, i'm gonna do this one thing like here in the next couple months i'm gonna get really really fine i'm gonna get really really i mean like really really fine and I'm sitting there and just standing at a bar. I'm just going to get like really, really fine. And then all of a sudden, I'm just going to go outside and let me see if people come up to me. And then all of a sudden, people just want to engage. I'm like, oh, see, y'all thought I was ugly before. Y'all thought I was ugly. <laughs> no. <laughs> see, you don't need a motive. Let's just let it just happen. No, no, no. But I'm just saying like, you know, but again, it's like, it's not that. Like, I understand that social anxiety exists. That's all. Again, I take a lot of factors. It's one of the reasons why, like, again, after taking, like, the two months off this pod, I kind of just been chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just enjoy kind of being alone. But don't get me wrong. A part of me that still yearns for people is still within me, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that I, you have to be, you have to understand I'm in a relationship with somebody that I also want to protect his surrounding as well with people that I invite myself or hang out with because, you know, more than likely, he's going to want to. But yeah, know, maybe we, that's another thing too. You guys yeah. need to explore your individuality. Like, oh, no, no. To... We, but we do though. But the thing about it is we're also in the same bucket though in regards to like we're trying to find friends. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to, like this is the hardest part is like I guess maybe I'm I'm not trying to live with friends through a phone because like, I have that with you. Oh, and you I, just read me. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying like, I have that with you. So it's like, I'm not, I don't mean to sound like an asshole when I say this, but like who's going to come even remotely close? You see what I'm saying? 
like I think I'm just kidding. No, no but, but no, you need that. Truth. That's what I'm saying. You don't yeah. need you. That's why you need a tribe. You don't need friends. You need people you can count on who can be there. Go to the movies when Zach doesn't want to go to the movies with you. Like you need to have options. Like yeah. that's what you're missing. I didn't have a kid at that point. So that way I can just okay, now you just looking to like no. cover up something. No, 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 no. No, I can just have a kid. Like, I'd be like, oh, this is my best friend. This is my best friend. No, it's like this, like the hole in your heart, and you're trying to patch it up. You don't. No, you can't patch you know up. A, you can't patch up a heart. No, but you know what? Like, you either you get know, a new heart or you don't. You know that, no, right? I know. But I told Zach though, I was like, you know, to be honest with you, like, I have a nurture by nature complex. That's the reason why I'm usually attracted to guys that, quote unquote, for me, allows me to be that nurture by nature, right? Oh, you a fixer, ho. Oh, you a fix. You a mechanic. I'm a fixer. If you God, just say that. You just God. If you Fix a flat broke ass bitch. <laughs> no, but you know, but but that's just, I I love that part. Like I love feeling needed. You see what I'm saying? So it's also one of the reasons why I understand these parents who like are so you know involved in their kids because like they want to be that missing link, you know. But sometimes you can very much like choke your child with too many links or whatever, right? Oh goddamn, um, Jill. No, I meant like metaphorically, speaking, not like real. But anyways, um, <laughs> okay. No, but I'm just saying like, but you know, yeah, like I I yearn for that because like, it's one of the reasons why I told Zach it's not that. Like, Zach, I love Zach. I, you know, and the one thing that I want to, like, very much just kind of, like, have, like, an ending point for me is, like, there are times where, like, Zach's asleep already in bed, and I'll look over, and whether sometimes we're watching, I'm still watching TV, or I'm in, I, you know, in the dark, whatever, like, I will have this, this, this emotion just run through me, and I will sit there and just, like, put my arm around him, and I'll just squeeze him without waking him up. And I'll just sit there and just like nuzzle on the back of his back with, with my with my cheek. And, and I love that now with all my heart. And that's one of the reasons why, like I said, it's like, it's not that I would change my life. It's just that there are things that I want to add to it. You know, like I miss having plans on the weekend, you know, which is where, where rugby practice came into play, you know, where softball practice and those games came into play. I don't have that. And I'm trying to find something that is just as close as, as that once was in my life. And that's why I told Zach, I'm not going to find it here. I've gone and I've tried to look for it. That that big part of my life that I love and need is not here. So yeah. I think that the reason why I was able to engage and go out there and be who I was back in the day is because I was part of a team, like you said, a tribe, you know, and it was yeah. super easy for me to go meet up and link up and have fun and yada, yada, yada. But I'm you no need longer... a sisterhood of the traveling parents, of the traveling bears. No, nah, I need a, I need a, Well, uh, we don't have bears. We have otters. I don't know what they are. Pups? No, no they're not pups. Oh, my God. Right. But, but but my stories will be called sisters, right? S, not C-I-S. And, you know, I've talked about this on the... stupid. I've talked about this on the podcast before where I've been asked, like, oh, what have you ever visualized what your dream wedding would look like, like your dream man? And, you know, I've never had that i don't even know i remotely close to to thinking of what my wedding would look like but you know what i've always dreamt about as a little kid mm. was having those lifelong friends those friends that you had in the movies and i feel like i finally got that i hope i don't eat my words later on but i feel like i can confidently say that um that i found that that i found like my sisterhood of the traveling pants like i found my fucking tribe bro like and it when you have that, mm-hmm. like it's it's great, and it's, it's not awesome, because yeah. oh we're gonna go to the club, we're gonna turn up, we're gonna brunch, we're gonna go to this drag show, you know, we're gonna go on this trip. It's so much more than that. It's so much more. When you have meaningful connections, I got this connection word again, and th- like I told you, I've realized my purpose in life. It's connections. When you have those meaningful mm-hmm. connections, you have Bitch, everything. That's the reason why I was telling you I was watching you have Living everything. Single 
when I was watching, you know, I'm on my my living single moment right now, and I'm on season four, like episode ten or whatever. And you know, there was this topic about you know, essentially living single was the original Friends, but just in quote unquote UPS's urban market, right? Because I was that was who aired the show for UPS or UPN. Oh, he said UPS. I was like, wait, what? What UPS got to do with living single? Yeah, look at me. But you know what though? It's funny because like I loved that they had a best friend who lived across the street. I love that the roommate was also a lifelong friend, you know, of Khadijah, a.k.a. Miss Queen Latifah. Um, and, you know, Sinclair was the cousin. And I love that dynamic because they're yeah. always in close proximity. And I always tell people, like, believe it or not, I want to have that those friend groups where I can give you the passcode to my door and you just, like, walk in. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because, yeah. like, I don't know. The, the thing that's dope as fuck, you know? But, like, you know, call me before you come or whatever. Um, yeah. But, you know, but, like, I, and I, 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 I yearn for that. But the reality, though, is this is also something that you and I have even talked about, too, is Zach and I are kind of so ahead of the bracket of everybody else's life goals and plans that I think that sometimes people look at Zach and our, like us as, well, they, are, they, they own a mortgage. They don't rent. You know, they're looking to buy another house. They're like on their grown man shit or whatever, right? And all we want to do is just have fun. And they're just not funding like the way that we're looking to fund. You but know? that's not true, though, because I have two friends who are on their second home and mm-hmm. individually who have that individually. And they have great friendships. Like some no, of them no, are even I'm, in my yeah. tribe. No, but can't, no, I don't no, think but that's it. That, no, but I don't you, think but that's it. Also, but you also have, but uh, and, and let's also just keep it real, too. Like your tribe is predominantly Latin. You see what I'm saying? Like, we don't really have a lot of a Latin community here. Like, I'm kind of just more subject to African-Americans and occasionally some white boys. But, like, the ones that I see here, the the population, they're doing and wanting to do things that I'm not part of or want to do. You see what I'm saying? Uh, so, like, they're, I'm really missing a very large group of, of a community because they're all in their fucking 20s and again like i said you know if you're in your 20s yes go live life see you know miss paying a bill see the consequence for that you know live life and and get that experience under your belt like i'm just i guess for me right now i'm just i don't know maybe i'm just kind of like in a two-year rut where maybe next year when when 2023 happens maybe like i don't know i'll go back to being who i was because you know at that point i'm like ah or whatever but for me it's just like they're like know, Sydney just, and scream mm. fucking four. She needs to just get fucked in a little shit face, you know, once in a while. Right. <laughs> <laughs> As I get killed in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> no, but you know what? No, I told you I always wanted to Sydney. <laughs> no, you, know, you just need a little shit face. You need to go to a little drag run. You just need to let it go. Let it go and just turn up. Next thing you know, you're gonna be doing drag too. Hold so, up, hold up. up, but this is this is this is me when I get you know when I get to that point. Going in and out the sessions, in and out her best. Oh my god, let's <laughs> turn into a Drake session. We're gonna my get fucking like flagged. Objection. Please have mercy on us, <laughs> podcast no, gods. But you know, and what, not get though, flagged like, for copyright issues. But you know what, though, is you're right. Like, again, and I'm also like, I, I'm also very open to that. It's just, it's a lot harder to find when you're not on these social media platforms. You see what I'm saying? And uh-huh. I'm not a, you know, again, let's just keep it real, you know? Um, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I just also want to be able to travel more, like, and, and go see these places. Because I'm really, really, really wanting to find our next uh, our next location. You know what I'm saying? 
like, and that's one of the reasons why I told Zach, I was like, look, you know, just do me a favor and let's just see a little bit more, you know? Like, I, it's not that I don't like Chicago. It's just that I don't want to go to Chicago and all these bitches want to do is fuck because we're brand new. And then all of a sudden we fizzle out and nobody wants to talk to us. You see what I'm saying? Because you yes. also have to set the boundaries too. You see what I'm saying? And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to set the boundaries that, hey, you know what? While we may be open to that, I don't want that to be the, the the gist of it. But then again, like I told you in regards to the first conversation we talked about, it's gatekeeping, right? Some people will tell you, I already have enough friends. I'm not looking for that. Because with more friends comes less time that you have to give. You know what I'm saying? And especially if you're in a relationship too. That's the reason why if you think about it, like a lot of people who are single have a lot of time because all of them are always doing single shit. But then no, not are... me. I did that when I was in my last relationship. I'm I'm managing both, maybe yeah. even more so my friends in my relationship because it's so important. Because those motherfuckers are gonna be there when your husband dies, oh. after your husband dies. And I'm just saying those, though, because these motherfuckers income. die real early, and who you gonna have after that? Because they die like 55 now, because they don't take care of their fucking ass. <sighs> but, but same, <laughs> though. Say, but same though, right? Same. So we love that. Anyways, I think. But do you want to do the quote or me? I don't really care. I'm gonna do the quote. Okay. We're going to wrap it up. This was a long episode no, one fun, first podcast. No, it's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It feels good to be back. Um, So just to kind of make some announcements, CJ is our next um, episode two. He, we will be interviewing him. Um, Gio may or may not participate in that. So you can um, no, expect if, him. If we not do expect it next him. week, if we do it next week, like, I'm off all next week, except for that Friday time. Like, I'm going to be going to see how the Grinch stole Christmas opera. You know, oh, yeah. that in. Oh, he um. <laughs> um, yeah, so CJ will be on the next episode. Again, we are tentatively shooting for the 28th. It may be a little bit later. Um, but yeah, we will definitely let you know. We'll keep you posted. If you do not follow Kiss Me Fat Boy on IG, please do so now. It's kiss underscore me underscore fat boy. And then you can also follow me, Ray3. Uh, with seven Y's and Gio doesn't have an RG right now, so we can't <laughs> plug him. But please follow him on Twitter and OnlyFans. Twitter.com forward slash buffet, exactly how it sounds, and it's spelled beer camp. Buffet, buffet. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's an inside buffet joke, but yeah, anyways, buffet. <laughs> yeah, so we're called a buffet, but anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyways, but yeah, so please do that. Um, yeah, and we will be back next week. Um, at some point with episode two, um, feels good to be back. I feel like this is no, a great no, no. first we'll episode. Back next week. We'll be back in two weeks for because remember we're gonna drop the fifteenth in the last day of the month. Yeah, but it's supposed to be the twenty eighth. Oh, fifteenth. Oh, oh no, whatever. Yeah, yeah well, we're supposed yeah. to drop this episode on the twenty first. I may drop it sooner than that, and no, no, then we may it, just drop it today. Okay, no, I'll probably drop it today. 15. Okay. I'll say today's the 15th. Oh, shit. Y'all getting a real... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Six, okay, six, look at here. Stop sugar. <laughs> oh, God. Not 666. We don't need that. No. So, yeah, then we'll probably shoot the 29th to 30th. Yeah. Okay. For CJ's. So, it, it's anywhere between the 28th and the 30th, we'll drop that episode. Um, and, yeah. So, <laughs> great episode. Let me go ahead and give you the quote. Do you have any announcements or anything, Joe? I know that we can't... Never mind. I want to... I don't want to elude or even motive... Yeah, never mind. Okay. <laughs> objection <laughs> strike that from the record but yes um there are some great things happening in our life folks um great things you know so, I will, I, the only thing i will sit there and say is shout out to each and every individual out there who does in fact what Aaliyah says and you dust yourself off and you try again in whatever realm that means to you because it's not easy 
at times. Sometimes you just want to give the fuck up, whether it's for work, relationships, friendships, whatever. Like, it's really motherfucking difficult. Hence the reason why when you're in your 30s, you will very much appreciate what you didn't appreciate in your 20s. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for what's to come. Y'all don't even know, bro. It's... Oh, this ride is going to be great. And the line, the people that I have lined up to interview, I oh, just want to also, also give a snippet. Like a, we should launch a Patreon where we sit there like, we'll have people pay us to talk, you know, to have a Oh, yeah, that would be good, too. Yeah. Should. Yeah, no, so definitely. Some, if we can really get into some juicy, juicy, you know, the juicy, juicy. Get into some things, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also, before I wrap it up and give this quote, I do want to, I did touch base on it earlier, but I want to kind of announce it. Please come into my DMs if you have anybody that you think I sh- should be on the show that I should interview, that I should highlight in this community. I want to pull inspiration and highlight inspiration in any way that I can, whether that's a poly relationship or that's someone who was once in prison and who was, I'm actually looking for that. Someone who, I'm going to send you the video that I recently saw. Um, it was on TikTok and I'm like, I want to interview somebody who fell in love in prison and is still with that person and who used to be like a thug, used to be like part of a gang member. It's really, it's Ooh. super fucking cute. No, I think that that's like, Something worth highlighting. And not just that. Like, all Mm. walks of life in this community. Was he part of Acorn? You still mean you from Acorn. (laughs) That's from Set It Off. You ought to know that. But anyways, um, we're going to wrap it up now. So the quote I have, and it's very on brand for what we just discussed about uh, gatekeeping friendships. Um, Best friends, it's a promise, not a label. Mm. Yeah. Objection. I'm joking. (laughs) All right. So, yes. And we also, let's help find Gio some friends. Let's help him find his tribe. Cause he can't come yeah. to this trap because he's too violent. But um <laughs> and he lived too goddamn far. We ain't like that. I'm the they violent one. Say, okay. Yes, they say, I have a disadvantage on a lot of things. People want to be like the distance, the distance. I'm like, damn bitch, I'm willing to pay for the ticket, but whatever. Um Ooh, but, but he wasn't also, willing also, to pay to see I, me. But anyways, we are gonna wrap this up now. I wanna I wanna leave one thing. Mm-hmm. I just wanna sit there and say this, and you only Ray will understand, but we'll visit this when the time is right. One, two, two, three. All right, guys, we're out. Love you. Bye.